I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, welcome to another World Cup Fracker. My name is Lewis, and I'm joined by uh, Babs, Shabs, and Elijah this evening. How are you doing, gents? All good. Can't complain, man. It's a, it's a Walid Regrawi world, and we're just living in it, man. It's a whose world? <laughs> you heard me, man. Habibi Pep. Habibi Pep. Habibi Pep, man. Habibi Pep, you know. What the hell is that about? Oi. <laughs> You, you, you see what he's been cooking up? Zero goals because he did get opposition during the World Cup. Yeah. Into the quarterfinals. Beating Spain. Yeah. Hey, listen, man. Yeah. We're not, is that, we're not is that what we're calling him? But do we actually know the geezer's real name? Or are we just I just said his name, brother. No, we're, 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 lead. Lead. we're growing. His name, bro. <laughs> oh, okay. Fair enough, man. You're so anyway, Brexit, um, man. <laughs> hey, listen. I, I, can't, I can't know everything. I can't know everything. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> If, if I said Ramsdale now, if I said Ramsdale now, you, you'll be all good with that. Good, good British name, man. Good British name. <laughs> uh, before we get into the nitty gritty things, a um, couple of things to, to clarify before we go on. Um, live show tickets. We're into like the last 15 tickets. So if you haven't got your tickets for the 10th, uh, we'll be showing uh, both games that day. Obviously, the... <clears throat> the England-France game, which is going to be huge. That game's at 7 o'clock. And also we'll be showing the Morocco-Portugal game. We finally know the other the other quarterfinal for um, that day. Not the game maybe that we were all expecting, but it's the game. It'll be a sick game nonetheless. We'll be, we'll be screening both the games. Live show kicks off at 2 o'clock. Doors open at 2 o'clock. We'll be doing a live show in between the Morocco-Portugal game and the England-France game. And then um, a little little drinky poo afterwards um so yeah we got the, we got uh belushi's in camden for the whole uh day so come down um tickets will be available in the link in the description uh, but like i said there's literally like 15 left so 
the time you're listening to it, make sure you click that link and get uh, get buy-in because I can't guarantee um, there'll be any left by the end of tomorrow when this when this poll comes out. So yeah, move fast, people, move fast. Um, <clears throat> guys, let's get let's get cracking, man. Let's get cracking. Uh, well, well, since you guys started talking about Habibi Pep, maybe we maybe that's a great place to to start, right? Like um, Morocco, boy, like I can't lie. Ten minutes into the game. I had this suspicion that took over me. And I even said it in the Touchy Gudas chat. I said, Spain are going to struggle today. And I think Morocco will go through, right? I put, I put my neck on the line. And it, it was a bit hairy at times. But Morocco, you know, I thought they, I thought they did enough to, to get through. They had some chances of their own. And yeah, they rode their luck a little bit. But I thought overall they were good value to get to the, to next, to the next round of the the competition i thought i thought they were really good and we obviously saw portugal just now but i think they're going to be um stiff opposition for portugal what do you reckon shabs yeah but yeah fair play you gave the shout early um and you weren't alone actually i think there were a few people who were looking especially at the early early shapings of of the game and saying yeah actually morocco do look like they could trouble um, Spain. It was a combination. Some people were rating Morocco and a few people were just doubting Spain or expecting Spain to do what they typically do. Um, and I was probably one of those in, in, in that camp, really. But I don't think it was lucky at all. I don't think it was lucky by Morocco. I think they were very intentional in the way that they, they um, their game plan um, and their, their, their structure. And they had a very effective mid-block and... Spain couldn't really do a damn thing. Um, they tried. In fact, that's not fair. Spain had some chances, but I think Morocco were definitely a good value for it. Um, and yeah, it was. It looked very organised, very systematised, and um, Morocco had some chances too. I've never heard that word before, great. you know. Yeah, man, it was very, very, very like you you're watching the players. Everyone knew kind of what they needed to do when they needed to step up, when they needed to try and close. <laughs> closed down and they broke with speed and to me Spain looked very shaky every time uh, those those Spanish guys are not comfortable running back towards their own goal so yeah yeah fair man I mean Morocco haven't exactly had an easy route to the um the quarterfinal I mean their group was they probably weren't tired to get out of their group although you know maybe you looked at the group before Belgium you know they're a bit bit washed up Croatia also a bit washed up um and Canada, but Canada came in as as a bit of a dark horse as well. So you looked at that group and you thought, oh, maybe, maybe not. But they actually topped the group. You know, I don't. I think they only conceded like one goal, and you know they won two games. Um, and 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 obviously get Spain in the in the round of sixteen. Elijah, like, just how impressed have you been um, by Morocco in this tournament? Um, considering where I saw them at Afcon, they weren't as impressive, and I think. Getting this new coach in, and then they've obviously brought Ziyech back in because he had beef with the new coach. And then I feel like it's fostered a good energy in the camp. And also, it's been good that they got um, a Gerd back from injury as well because they're back. Like like I said on other pods, their their strength is in their defense, and that allows for like Ziyech and Bufal. Um, to really go and express themselves because they know they have the security behind them. So. I've I've actually been really really impressed, and the only goal I conceded was our own goal. Um, I caught like the, the the second half and and extra time today, and it was it was backs against the wall at time. 
I think Spain could have almost won in the last minute, but I mean, they have done what they needed to do. Spain, um, yeah, I'm not impressed with them. I'm we'll, not we'll, impressed with them. We'll, we'll, but, we'll, we'll get on to Spain, man. Yeah, we'll get on yeah, to no, Spain. I'm itching to get into my Enrique agenda, but no. Yeah, um, no, nah, but um, Morocco, like the, the group they've got, I mean, I think I said that um, if Spain had it their way, they would have rather faced Croatia than Morocco because it's the way Morocco plays just the absolute antithesis to the way Spain play and it could cause them so much trouble. With Croatia, they like to control the ball and like, play, so it might it will basically just be a battle of the same style, but having to go up against a style that's completely opposite to you is difficult, and it showed today. Um, yeah. Do you, do you know what I love about the World Cup? Yeah, is like you look at Morocco's team, and you a lot of the names are quite recognisable, right? Obviously, we know the, the fullbacks because of like they're like they're world class players and whatnot. But you know, um, Ziyech, Bufal, Amrabat. Like these are players we've seen like hoop in the Premier League and stuff, and you know, you know, hasn't quite worked out for them how you know maybe we thought it would out, especially Buffao and and Ziyech, with Ziyech even uh, especially with his time at Chelsea. But they, these guys were hooping today, man. I, I was enjoying the performance, but I was obviously as a Chelsea fan watching Ziyech play in this uh, in this manner. I was just looking at Sofa score actually. They gave him a six point two. That's why you should never trust Sofa score ratings, folks. I thought I thought Ziyech was very, very good today. But Babs, watch a Ziyech today. Like, yeah, you're not thinking like, oh, well, maybe maybe Potter, maybe Potter could do could do could do something. All I see right now is the dollar signs flowing, man. Oh, yeah, that's send him back right to all I see right now is the dollar signs flowing. That Anthony money. I don't know what we're gonna send him to, but boy, he's gonna be gone. That's what that matters. And this World Cup is the perfect platform. Room to get some prospective buyers, and for me, that is perfect. But yeah, I'm um, speaking a bit more Morocco. I've been impressed with them. Um, I think they're actually a team when you look at their players like man for man, it's a very impressive team because all these players actually play at the top level within Europe. You know, you look at their center backs in Saiz and Egard. You know, those are the two center backs that are like you know, they've been proven prem wise. You know, one of them is just coming big money to West Ham. And um, it, it, I don't know how you pronounce it. is it Egard? I think he's just coming to the, the prem, you know, for West Ham. He's had a couple of injury issues, but. He's looking like a solid centre-back. Bonu, you know, again, Sevilla goalkeeper. as a Champions League level keeper. So these guys aren't just some... Is it Bono? Okay, Bono. Yeah. These guys aren't, you know, these guys aren't some any scrub. So they've actually got quality within their team. And when you've got a, you know, a tactically astute coach, you know, like Mr. Walid, hey, man, anything's possible. Anything is possible. You know, you, you look at the way, the way he used El Nezri today, you know, stuck him on Busquets. There was absolutely no progression through that midfield. And all you end mm. up happening was, you know, you had a couple, you had some re, re, um, recycling between the two centre backs, and then they lob it up to up top to the strikers. And you know they're not going to win an aerial duel against those two centre backs. You know, you yeah. had um, Gavi and Pedri. You know, boy, they couldn't, they couldn't survive there with Amrabat and um, what's his name, Onyawahi. You know, th those guys absolutely put them through it. You know, in terms of the physical battle, and as good as they are technically, when they are going to come against, you know, some of these like physical guys that can hang with them relatively technically they're going to struggle and that's what happened today they weren't really I, one thing I will say about Spain I don't think they struggled too much in terms of like when they got into the final third but I think one of their biggest problems is they just didn't have a striker up top if that makes sense so I think if they had a Maratta they may have got a goal but but they do they do have a Maratta they do have a Maratta which and is if interesting they started Maratta, like, sorry. Right, if they yeah, started Maratta yeah. I think that they could have like caused a couple more issues but mm. when you got those three against those against a, a solid defence I don't think you're going to really, really cause any, any issues but 
yeah, yeah. I mean, Morocco were really impressive. They caught Spain offside pretty nicely with the mid-block. You know, the offside trap seems to do its job. So I think Portugal will probably beat them, but I don't think it could be any easy. I don't think it could be any easy of a game anyway. Yeah. The, the actual game itself, like, didn't... It's not much to talk about the game itself. It was a pretty dry affair. I know Spain had a few chances. Morocco had a few chances. That, that, that striker Morocco brought on, like... I mean, I don't know how many times he was running through clear. Sure that, that, that guy was a sleeper agent, man. He was, <laughs> hey, he was, that, he was sent by the West. He was that sent guy. by the West to infiltrate. That what was his name? Um, his name is... Uh, Sabiri, was it? No, not Sabiri. Shadira. Shadira. That's it, yeah. He, yeah, he is uh, definitely a Spanish... Uh, infiltrator there man like he was yeah he was he was playing against them for sure luckily he was only on well actually no he came on for like the whole extra time didn't he um but yeah he he was like yeah i guess he can't he can't play again for Morocco. they need to like that nah, nah, nah. next time there next time they're in a position like that leave him on the bench man because he was bro, not, just um, go with, with like a false night nine or something bro like <laughs> yeah yeah like for, real. Stinks. for real mm. like um Let's just talk. Let's just move over to Spain and Elijah because um, I know you've got a lot to say. Um, were you were you at all surprised that um, you know speaking of Morata that he didn't start? Because I look at that front three of Almo, Asensio, Torres, and it's like that. That was part of my reasoning as to why I didn't think Spain would win the game. I look at that. T- I look at that front three, and I'm like, yeah, it's talented, but it don't strike fear in me. You know, I think I think they're all good players, but they're good players around like elite players. None of them are actually elite themselves. Um, I just think they're good supplementary players. I don't think you can really strike the fear into teams with three good supplementary players. Yeah, I mean, it's weird because even when you look at the way he, the way Enrique puts it together, he puts Asensio up top where I think that Torres will do better because out of all of them, he's the one who has the most natural striker movement, even though he's not really one. But I mean, I just don't, I don't, I don't understand. I mean, okay, like, like Spain, like back in the day when they had, where their, even their bench was elite, like they had, they they had Cazorla as the 18th man and stuff like that. Like when you're when you're able to do that, and there's players better than him in every position, you can understand why they're able to play with no striker and just dominate and grind out those wins with possession, bludgeon you to death, basically. Yeah, it's like like it's just it's just there's not enough talent there to play like that. Like Gavi. He's 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 just eighteen and like he's he, he clearly needs to round out his game. Pedri, I mean, by his eyes, he just looks tired of playing football. I mean, that the way that Barcelona and Spain just put everything on onto him is ridiculous. Busquets, I mean, that, that's a ghost of a man. I mean, the fact that they have they have to play Rodri centre back because they can't trust three of their other centre backs to play there. It just it just says something like it's just overkill one like i've i've never understood it like people were saying oh enrique the way spain play is like so good and stuff like that but at the end of the day especially at international level tactically really really you don't need to be that tactically um progressive to do something you just need like proper 
difference makers. And then if you can set up your team in a way where whereby you're able to shield shield the back in whatever way you like, be it pressing or holding onto the board, defending deep, then fair enough. But having like Asensio and Torres and almost just it, it just reminds you of like you know what like when Chelsea play with like, used to play with like Havertz and Mount and like, all those man like Pulisic it just it just seems like all air to me like mm, there, there, yeah. there, there's no cut there's no cutting edge, there, cutting edge yeah. and yeah man I mean I've, the thing is with me I've just I've not I've never been in like they can play good football up until that final third and then it just gets a bit all yuck to me so I mean I'm just happy. Enrique is out to be honest because that guy's a bum. Chabs, Chabs, be honest with me. When when Spain won their opening game 7 0, yeah, mm. what was you thinking about this Spain team? No, I did say it. I did say it though. We spent. Oh, have, have I caught one? I was just, I was just, I was just fishing <laughs> there. I didn't know I, didn't know I was actually going to get something. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I did say it. We. Obviously, to to go to a World Cup and uh, and win by that scoreline is impressive. Like you 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 can't really talk talk down on them kind of things, especially when other teams expected to win their opening games or whatnot didn't. You know they need an encouraging and satisfying victory to kick off the camp the, the World Cup campaign, and that was all good. But we all had to look at the quality of the opposition, you know. And the question was, how are they going to cope and fare in games with tougher opposition and the Germany game I don't think they performed well it wasn't it, to, to me they didn't look good in that game um, Japan we all know the story there and I think they were absolutely robbed in that Japan game as the the goal shouldn't have stood but I think it was a case of they went ahead got super comfortable came out in the second half and were almost complacent and that's why they got hit by the in, 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 in the manner in which they did and this game they kind of um Flattered to deceive as well. I think the first half, tactically, was probably more interesting than than the second half. I do like Luis Enrique as a coach. I do been quite vocal about um, like him, but I think the selection was ridiculous. And for me, starting Lorente at right back today, I don't know that Lorente has started other games at at, at right back, but. Um, so far in this World Cup, I don't know, but he started him at right back yeah, today. It's weird because they, they had um, Carvajal on the bench as well. It was very weird to me, and in the in, in the opening exchanges, what you're seeing is Buffal running down running down that left hand side, and he absolutely left him, absolutely pammed him in the dust. And was it was, was Lorente chance. the one that Buffal did the shimmy and just like? <laughs> yeah, and he just he just yep. fought, he was he looked like Bambi Boy. on yeah. at <laughs> Christmas time. He he was all over the gaff. So it, yeah, it, he, he from there, him, and that was early. That was early on in the game. It was pretty peak, and then um, there were there were there were very odd things happening in the in the game for me. For example, like Pedri um, and Gavi. We know they rotate, but Pedri started left center mid, and Gavi started right and Pedri was um kind of moving into the left back. He could like they just frustrated him so much. He was kind of moving into the left back um space to 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 have to get on the ball. He was very, very deep. Alba was going very high and wide, um trying to give them width and then Omo was kind of drifting in. Um I don't think that um Omo 
for Encio were very effective at all. They couldn't find any space. They kept having to try and go wide to Torres, um, wide right. It would look like a very routine move, a very orthodox um, move for Spain, which, you know, we're used to them being able to play and be a bit more fluid. Um, that stopped working. And then Gabby and Pedri swapped sides probably about halfway through. They swapped sides. Um, and then Gavi was, uh, sorry, Pedri was having to come to a right back to receive the ball and Lorente was going high, almost playing like a 10. And it was, it was, it was so weird to me. And it looks like it was instruction. It looked like it was by design. I couldn't really understand it. I couldn't really get my head around why that was the case. But yeah, um, Omo, who I do like as well, he, he quite struggled to get involved in play in, in, in the first half. And Asensio, apart from that chance, which came over the top, um, which he took on his left foot, Blazed it wide. I don't think he done anything in the game at all. I don't think he had any real impact in the game. I cannot understand for the life of me why Pentiel started. Um, Morata should have started. They sh I think Morata would have made a difference. I think we saw the difference made when Morata actually came on. So, I was going to say that yeah, he, he, he did look like he he gave them a bit of uh, a bit more he, fear up front. He had a few chances, didn't he? Yeah. He he well he created chances he he, he yeah he, well he created one chance um but his his presence was a destabilizer and mm. Morocco definitely uh, looked less defensively secure with Morata on the pitch also they dropped deeper as well which to me is like he was more of a um in behind in behind threat so they had to kind of respect it and drop a bit bit deeper they didn't execute them the the, the the mid block to the same extent but. Yeah, man, it it was very very bizarre to try and understand and work out what uh, Enrique was doing and how he was trying to win that game. It was, it was odd. It's the, death, it's the death of the false nine, Shabs, man. We're bringing back the nines. We're bringing back the nines, man. Mm. It doesn't yeah, look man. like they're, so, they're yeah. really banging it at the same time. All this false nine, nine rubbish, man. man. Shit, man, I've had enough. I've had enough. I've had enough. Get what So what I will say, Jesus, man. That's a disgrace. Say, very, a man has very, an MCL. Yeah, what what I will say very quickly about um Morocco is 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 mashallah in Qatar, man. That's 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 what I'll say because like I think Allah's not allowing his team to suffer <laughs> in this tournament. His teams are possible. What, what about so. Qatar? <laughs> There's got to be one sacrifice, my brother. There's got to be one sacrifice. There's got to be sacrifices, bro. They will remember Qatar in the wreckage, bro. It's fine. It's calm. It's calm. <laughs> what, what, is, it like, is it like half of Nigeria, like Muslim? Hey, Brother, hey. brother, brother. What, 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 why are we talking about Nigeria right hey, now? Hey, hey, I'm what's just saying. I'm just saying. Just to repeat the point, you know? Yeah, if they if they got to the World <laughs> Cup, you know, mashallah would have been working for for Niger as well. <laughs> fair, fair enough, man. Fair enough. Um, let's talk a little bit about the penalty shootout because um, I guess when these games do go to penalties, you kind of always do favour the bigger teams because you just think, you know, you look at Spain's technical quality and you think, well, you know, they should be. It just tends to go that way, you know. The the, the better technical sides, you know, seem to. Um, uh, get the business done but then when I'm seeing like Pablo Sarabia Carlos Soled now I can't say I've ever watched these two 
maybe you'd never even watched them two play football before. I, I guess I've seen Sarabi <laughs> play football before, but like Carlos Soler, I can't say I have. But when I was seeing these two, Brother, if uh, I was to ask you, what, what team does Carlos Soler play for? Hey, I'm gonna take a shot in the dark and say Valencia. He sounds like a well, Valencia he guy. Did. He he did. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Now, he plays now where's he now play for? PSG. PSG. Oh, of course he does. He went there in the yeah, summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he don't actually play for them, does he? Yeah, man. That was some money laundering. Money laundering, yeah. Some money laundering, bro. Yeah. 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 Well, they 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 need all the money they can get, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, when I'm seeing these guys like stroll up to take penalties, I I just thought. Yeah, man, they, they ain't got the minerals for it. They ain't got the minerals for it. The whole, the whole weight of the nation on their shoulders, never, never. And then, obviously, um, ZH took his penalty, lovely penalty. Hakimi's penalty, hey, that was that was superb, man. I really That's enjoyed cool, man. That's yeah, cool, I really enjoyed this. And the fact blew, blew a bit of shisha smoke in Unai Simon's face. And... <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely no way he was getting to that, man. Absolutely not. By the time he got up, he was seeing celebrations. <laughs> that ice shisha, you know. <laughs> no, the premium shishas that you pay like 50, 50 quid for. Spain, Spain were taking some pedestrian penalties, man. I don't understand what was going on. Like, nothing about any of Spain's penalties. Busquets like, was laughing on his bro, Fam, that, that, no, that, that was reminding me of, of you know when Joe took that penalty and, and, he, and he smiled at him at Rick. <laughs> yeah. I said this this was for you. You shouldn't get Enrique out of there, man. Nah, I like it. I, I, don't, I don't mind him smiling, but he's got to score it. He didn't. Nah. So he's got a hold. Man that. said this is for Catalonia. You know that's crazy. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't care about Spain. He said this is for Catalan. That's crazy, bro. And, do, do, do you know what the, was funny as well was the the rhetoric before the commentary before about uh, Spain practiced a thousand penalties. Uh, I was before. just about to say that. I was just about to say that. <laughs> the ultimate commentator's curse. The ultimate commentator's they, curse. And they go on to miss three. They, they should have practiced. They should have practiced the thousand and three. When a thousand in a row in training, but three in a row in, in, in real life. Three in a row in the yeah. Mate, they needed that extra three. Mate, do you know what? It actually makes sense because they look bored to, to, to take take those penalties. Imagine yeah. taking a thousand penalties, bro. Hey That's man, hell. like nah. That's hell. But, but Bono nah. in goal. I can't lie. When I see Bono in goal, he looked he looked like he was taking up the whole of the goal. Yeah. You know, yeah. and you know he was doing like this weird kind of jelly leg stance and I think they were all just well, a bit put yeah, off grubbler. Right? yeah it's like the, grubbler the old, shit. Shout out to the old Bruce Grubbler spaghetti I don't leg. know how big Bono is but he, he looks like he must be like 6'5 at least yeah he looks six, like a 6'4, six, 6'5 six, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to fact check that now but yeah man he looks he looks, he looks, he looks sturdy he is, he looks he's 195 centimetres whatever that is 6'5 I swear I'm I'm seeing 190. Oh, really? What's your hey, source? Depends what source? Depends what source, brother. Yeah, it depends what source. Yeah, yeah. that's five centimeters. <laughs> like, yo. <laughs> hey, it's a big difference depending on who you are. Yeah, man. This is not the pod. <laughs> yo, relax. Yo, relax. Pause. Super pause, bro. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, guys, you guys are just crazy. Like, I don't understand why you're even talking about these things. <laughs> but yeah, Mor Morocco, um, 
yeah. Oh, his name is Yassin Bon Bono. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bono. Yeah, his Bono's his, his nickname. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, anyway, yeah. Um, Morocco end up progressing to the next round. They have Portugal in the uh, in the quarterfinals. Um, <clears throat> Portugal was obviously the last game today. And, you know, um, up against Switzerland today, there was a few things to talk about prior to the game as well, obviously with Ronaldo's admission. Um, but generally speaking, before the game, I thought this is going to be a really, really close game. Um, I saw, you know, Switzerland. So f- we know what we know what Switzerland's about. You know what I mean? They're they're a strong team to play against. They win their they win their physical battles. They don't get bullied. They don't really get overawed like that. You know, I think we even saw against Brazil. You know, Brazil. You know, kind of just scraped it over the line in the end against against Switzerland. They weren't particularly great, um, and Switzerland were well in that game f- throughout. Um, and obviously, they beat they beat Serbia. They beat Cameroon. They came out of a tough group. Um, so we knew what Switzerland was about, but man, Portugal light work, and 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 what are we saying? What uh, another team that's improved uh, without a certain Mister CR7? Eh? What, hey, what, what, hey. what are we saying? This is this is the only reason why I'm here. You need to fucking hold that. He <laughs> <laughs> needs to fucking hold that. He needs to fucking hold that. He was oh, so vexed. They kept panning to him when, when Portugal scored. Oh, wait, he oh, was each time. Each time. It, it was like a booster. It was like a booster, yeah. bro. Oh, wow. Um, nah, but, um, I mean, I think the thing is, I think Switzerland went free at the back, which I think they've done a couple times in this tournament, if I'm not mistaken. But I think Portugal surprised them a bit with the way they set up as well. It was quite fluid in terms of the position of Felix and Bruno. So it was hard for them to pick up. And because that free, they didn't know who to pick up. And also, Ruben Vargas is more of a winger as well. So you could tell, like, down that down down Switzerland's left-hand side, it was, like, very open. And Ricardo Rodriguez, who is not a good defender, was having to do a lot of work. So it was just stretching their back line. So um, it was just it was it was just a lot of work for Switzerland, and it was just open up so much space. But it was weird because up until the first goal, it was actually kind of cagey. It was kind of even. Yeah. I didn't see Portugal get into Switzerland's like box that much. But that first goal, Jesus Christ! Wow, like. Peach, do, you, do, you know, do you know what's funny, Elijah? When I saw the lineup, I was like, "Who the fuck is Gonzalo Ramos?" Now I know, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not down with the kids, you know. I don't, I don't know who these Carlos Soler's are and all that, you know. I don't know who these geezers are, but I was thinking, "Who the fuck is this?" I thought, do you know who I thought he was? I thought he was the geezer who played up front for Dortmund, um, the Colombian guy. I had to Google oh, him, and I thought, "Wait, he ain't fucking from, he ain't from Switzerland, is he?" Oh, fuck's sake, <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought it was, <laughs> honestly. But his name's nah, Adrian, but... by the way, guys. Adrian Ramos. Oh, fuck. I, I have no idea that Colombia even have a strike after Bacca still. <laughs> you know, Adrian, don't you remember Adrian Ramos? He used to play for Dortmund. He played it, he played it a couple of years ago. Yeah, oh, yeah he was rubbish. He was rubbish. Was terrible. Terrible. Yeah. yeah I, I, I can't remember, bro. I, can't I, didn't, I didn't really think he was Adrian Ramos. I was just having a bubble. You're, you're a liar. <laughs> <laughs> you're absolutely liar, mate. <laughs> but, no, um, but it's... It, it's crazy, like that. You know, this this kid's come in. I I, I can't say I, I knew too much about him before. I, I didn't know anything about him going into the game. But I, I just did a quick like sofa score on him. I see he scored like nine goals in eleven games for Benfica. It's like, how the hell do Benfica get a hundred million for Nunes and then just pull another one out of the 
you know, out of the the conveyor belt. I, I, he he is. I assume he is from like the academy or something, right? I believe. I think so. they copped him. I thought they copped him, though. Oh, did they I cop can't. him? Okay. Right. I, no, I, I will fact but, check it. No, is, he's from he's yeah, from Benfica. No he's surprise. literally from Benfica under nineteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, yeah no, this, this ain't no surprise though. Ben, Benfica do this, man. Ben, Benfica are, are are renowned for doing this, man. They 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 cop their their players from Spain, Argentina, or wherever, or they home go them through their academy, but they they get the bag on their players when it comes to it. So another hundred mil incoming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like maybe um, not hundred mil, but they're gonna get when they're ready to sell him. They'll they'll, they'll get money for him. Yeah, because um, the the only reason why I know about him is because I saw um him linked with United in like September. Oh, really? So I, so I checked him out and I, and I didn't obviously that Portuguese league league tax, but uh, but he was, he was getting rave reviews and obviously the fact that Benfica top. And like with Nunes, they finished third. I was using it. I was thinking, yeah, man, that's a bit of a avenue yeah, for yeah. Uh, a, a bit of an agenda. But just based on today, because I think that obviously that's the most I've seen of him. I mean, his touch looked good. Um, obviously, he, his ball striking based on that first one was just like amazing. Like I think he could have had another one for in the first half if he. Went with his right foot rather than his left, but yeah, he tried to like, yeah, throw, he tried to like, just yeah. To so he let he, he let run run across his body. So I think he might be a bit one footed, but he's, he but he looks left footed. So I, I guess it's understandable to that point. Mm. But yeah, I mean, it's just even outside of that, his link up play was good as well, and then he can challenge for, for the ball in the air. Like he was causing problems, and his movement looked really good. Like the fact that um it like. His movement was the reason why, like, Susan was leaving spaces open, but he was exploiting it really well. So that was really impressive. And the fact that I was able to get a, a hat trick was just like incredible. First start in, yeah, that's that's just crazy. Because I think even in the last game when they retired their whole squad, didn't um, he start Horta? Yeah, Horta played up front. Yeah, which is crazy. Like, if anything, I thought that if Ronaldo get drops, Halter comes in. But the fact that you put him in, that's um finally some good international management from Fernando Santos. So, yeah, man. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, I, I, I mean, the streets are saying already that, you know, he's better than Nunes. I don't, I don't know that's comment. Hey, 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 like I said, the Benfica are top right now. <laughs> Last season they finished third, I mean... Hey, I think uh, Liverpool fans are getting super, super, uh, super touchy about this one. So, you know, I mean, imagine if he was compared to an Arsenal player now, they'll get you, you'll get touched to touch yeah. you too. So, yeah. <laughs> me never, never. <laughs> yeah, that we'll get onto that Bremer guy later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Elijah, you're really reaching for something today, you know. Me, me, what? 
I never did that. Me and this stuff taking it in. I say, okay, okay, cuz. I never did that. He's um, yeah, scored um nine goals in eleven games, and and for Benfica this season, which is a yeah, I said that earlier, Shabs. Oh yeah, sorry, I missed it. I was probably busy. You took, um, you took my thunder. Yeah, I looked at Champions League record. Uh, I, I didn't include those. I didn't include those numbers in the in the, in the overall I record. Did it I did it either. Hey, 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 <laughs> But yeah, now nah, man, yeah. you, you got you got to admit the unimpressive stats, you know. Yeah, he's doing his thing, man. He's doing his thing. Lewis, what kind of commission are you getting from Benfica over there? Hey, listen, I don't know, man. I'm just going with the winner right now. <laughs> Who knows? I might have an agenda against him next week. <laughs> hey, boy. Knowing no, 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 you, I would be surprised. <laughs> but um, just, you know, obviously it was a bit of a shock Ronaldo not starting today. Um, but the fact that they've gone on and beat... We're not talking about beating Costa Rica 6-1, right? We're, we're talking about beating Switzerland where, you know, <clears throat> I think we can all agree we all thought it'd be a, a, a close game, right? Um, and, and maybe even could have foreseen Switzerland progressing you know Switzerland are beaten as good a teams as as Portugal um but you know what does this what does this say going forward for Portugal you know d- does the coach remain I don't, I, do, do I call him brave is it brave dropping Ronaldo you know yeah. I, I I heard the fans it's reaction somewhere. when Ronaldo came on they they still love him right they they, they, they love they, him they, to they're, they're always gonna love him because at the end of the day when you think about it and you look at Portuguese like football in history before him, they'd only gone to, I think it was, um, is it three out of 17 World Cups or international tournaments but beforehand? Yeah. So Who's he's their hero. Like Carletta bro. up front? Bro, like, <laughs> this this guy's been a, 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 a revelation for him. And I think the, the coach should have shown a bit more balls to drop him from time where this guy was mm-hmm. on the bench against France trying to coach the team. You know, like from 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 time your your players undermine you, you then you, you got to show you got to show a bit of a bit of something and put your foot down. But yeah, I mean, when you look at the way they played with these current um, front three, especially, you can just see they're a lot more like fluid. They're a lot more able to like get across the ground. You know, you saw even with um, Ronaldo's goal today, the offside goal, he needed that extra like five, ten yards to like run ahead of play to actually latch onto the through ball. And <laughs> for any modern team, you, 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 you just can't really stand stand with that anymore. And I feel like he's going to need to be to remain with that because um, if you look at Argentina, they played a similar um system to them in terms of that four four two diamond. But what they lacked was having those like off the ball runners. At the moment, they brought in somebody like a Julian Alvarez. They looked a lot more better, a lot more fluid, and that may that seems to be the, that guy that they've got there with, with Ramos. So I think if they stick with him, you know, rather than Ronaldo, as sick as it makes me me feel, I could see them going all the way to the final. And knowing how they'll say they'll say Ronaldo coached them to it. Bro, and, and, and knowing how Infantino's, I know how this guy likes to be feeling, you know, here, then, everywhere. I wouldn't be surprised if, if he, I wouldn't be surprised this guy just to cook up an Argentina Portugal final, man. So I'm a bit worried for what, for what may come from that. Even even if Portugal do get to the final, win it, Ronaldo will still get player in the tournament anyway. So <laughs> it's the way it's the way in the world, right? It's the way. In the world. But do, do we think though, like going into the next game, do you think that? Um, he will stick with the same team, or do you? Can you see Ronaldo maybe coming back into it? Was this maybe just a change for? I guess Ramos. I mean, you have to start Ramos in the next game, right? Yeah, have to start him. You have then, to. But then, who do you drop? Because Felix was amazing. Bruno was amazing. Bruno, Bruno. Wait, sorry. Elijah, By the way, Elijah. Elijah. Sorry? Yeah. I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that. Elijah, what did you say? 
Bruno Gibberosh has been amazing. This Nah, incredible, incredible. He, incredible. He, yeah, he, man. He, he has to start with the same guys. He, the coach actually can't change that lineup. Mm. He can't, you know. Even the good when he came on, obviously, great goal as well. Yeah, yeah, you can, I mean, cannot change that attack. Like Ronaldo's got to hold that, he's got to sit down. And, and the thing is, the reason for dropping Ronaldo was, as well coincides with um, the fact that performance wise, he's not, he's not been good. He's not been yeah. good at all this tournament. He's and Portugal goal. haven't been great either, really. Like yeah, they haven't. Yeah. I, I think I think one of the main reasons he got dropped was was um his reaction to being subbed rather than to his, his That's his, that's his what performance. I heard. Yeah, that's yeah. what I, I heard. Yeah, I heard it was. But I heard it was both and. It is the fact that he's had some bad performances, but the coach definitely didn't like his his reaction. And this is it, man. This is we're starting to see in the in the latter years of Ronaldo. We're we're, we're seeing bad behavior. We're seeing um, a lack of professionalism. We're seeing this isn't what you'd expect from um, from a legend of the game. I'm, I'm I'm looking at him like a man who's really clutching oh, yeah. at straws Brother, to hold are you, on are you, to. Are you really surprised though, bro? This is this is what. No, I'm not. No, I'm not surprised. Is, That's the thing. None of this is surprising to me. It's just like, come on, come on, come, come on, bro. Like. Pattern up, so yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad they're not taking a stand against him. Ego gets to us all. I oh, think. Nah, man. He's, he's been watching too much blue lock, man. He's <laughs> watching way too much. No, I'm glad. No, because people are chatting shit, saying, "Oh, yeah, he's a legend in the game. He can do whatever he wants based on what he's done." It's like, nah, man. I'm not. I'm not on that sympathy. Rest on your past laurels, thing. Like, be good and be, continue to be good now. That's it, and he. He's not as effective. Only as, as good as your last game, eh, Shabs? Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> nah, mate, he's got to hold that. Yeah, but um, did you see um, he left um the Portugal players to celebrate to to walk down the t- t- tunnel again? Really? Yeah, he's a not. He, he just he's just a nasty youth. He just he's actually just a nasty, <laughs> nasty. Mm, that's not great, nasty. is it? I mean, I haven't actually seen that myself, but I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I, I take your word for it, but. There's, bare, not, there's, no. there's, there's actually bare videos for around to her, but I mean, really? that's just what he does. I mean, he's yeah. the thing is, yeah. yeah, he's always done shit like this, but he's just been so good, no one can chat to him. So yeah. it's like, that's and, it. And, and he kind of gets credited to it as like it being a this is what winners are, you know, yeah, that yeah. kind no. of quality, you know. No, it's not like it's generally mm. not. He, he is just a sport brat, but like. Okay, being a sport brat when you're like 23, you're relatively young in football and you're saying I'm a slave and all that rubbish. Cool, cool, cool. I'll still hold that against you till my dying day. But cool. Doing it now when you're 38, like, grow up, man. Just Mm. actually grow up. Like, this is actually disgusting. But that's the type of man man he is in it. So, Mm. yeah, man. Uh, Just just obviously just talking broadly about, about Portugal. I mean, this was probably the most impressive performance. I mean, I guess you could say Brazil gets career, but I'm also factoring into like strength of opposition as well. Um, I think this may be the most impressive performance of the of the competition so far by any team. Um, you know, has this has this performance like made you think that man, you know, Portugal might be, you know, amongst, you know, up there with like Brazil as being like the front runners for this for this tournament. What do, what do you what do you think? Because they've got they've got the quality. They've got quality to do real damage. They're already in the quarters, you know. Um, and they've got 
uh, I don't want to call Morocco the weakest team left in the competition, but maybe nah. they are. Um, Pro- Croatia, are we? Croatia, I guess so. It'd be a toss up between Croatia and Morocco, maybe, maybe even Holland yeah. as well. I, I would trust Morocco. I, I think I would fancy Morocco against Holland. Um, but yeah, I mean, they've got a favorable tie to get through, is what I would say. Um, yeah. you know, momentum. what do you reckon? Portugal is yeah. as winners. I mean, oh, yeah. it would take a lot for me, but I mean, the thing is with today is that. <laughs> It's, it's only surprise. three games left, Elijah. It's yeah. only three games Bro, left. It's only three games left, man. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know, but... Your things. Yeah, I know, but, like, today was a bit of a surprise in terms of Ronaldo and the way they played, how expressive they were. So, let's see how they cope with teams knowing what they're going into now in terms of, like, that big that big performance. The, the pressure, like, we've seen in this tournament, we've seen in Spain, big performance, and then... The, the next few games they haven't looked as great so let's see how they mm-hmm. combat yeah, that but um yeah because like you, you, you've even seen it with England as well after the Iran game so versus USA so I feel like following it, it up will be just as hard if not harder but um yeah I mean if they do make it through then it just sets up a crazy semi-final between France yeah. or yeah. England so yeah yeah I, I just wanted to touch quickly on Switzerland because I thought um, I, I I tried to catch the post game on ITV because I also, you know, <clears throat> I watched a Brazil South Korea game on ITV yesterday and, you know, they were kind of like mocking the way Korea were defending and, you know, making a, uh, you know, just talking about how unorganised they are. And I, I wanted to see whether they would do the same about Switzerland today because to me it was virtually the same kind of shit to me they were man for man um they were le- left so many gaps at the back i just wonder like did you guys manage to catch any of the the analysis after the game on 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 portugal switzerland like did they mention anything about you know how bad switzerland were on defensively because you know if that if if that's career in the same game or you know any other the smaller nation maybe somebody the african nations as well boy we would know what kind of uh scene is being set what are you saying, Lewis the whistleblower? Yeah, I'm just saying. I, I, I was, I was just interested because I, I did find like the way they were talking about Korea yesterday. I was quite. I know Korea were rubbish. I, I, I but, agree. I you know, agree. I was just. I, I kind of just expect it to be. You know, you, you do the same thing for everyone, right? Switzerland was shocking today. As good as Portugal yeah. were, Switzerland were fucking awful at the back. Terrible. I couldn't believe. I didn't couldn't believe what. I was seeing because Switzerland are actually a defensive team, mm-hmm. and I, do you know what? I, I, I feel like I said that about Iran, and then England pumped them six two, and then I said, and then I said similar about Costa Rica. Then Spain done their thing, and now I, I said about Switzerland. So maybe all the say is that England are. Oh, yeah. uh, England that's that's, are, that's, uh, ni- that's, that's nineteen team. goals that you've uh, you've got against your hey. defensive teams there, Elijah. Hey, Elijah, be, be careful what you say next, brother. England are a defensive hey. team, and it's all you know. What I mean? Hey, that's what I'm saying. Disgusted, disgusted. Let's uh, let's take a look ahead these quarterfinal ties. Anyway, we'll start with Portugal Morocco since we've just spoken about both of them. It's going to be. Um, it's going to be uh, another tough task for, for Morocco. They've, Like we've said, we've, they've not had an easy route so far. And it, obviously, it's not going to get any easier now that they're in the quarterfinals. But um, 
can they stop based on on the, the performances that you've seen today? Can they stop this this Portugal machine as we see it today, or, or is this is this a bridge too far for uh, Habibi Pep? Go on, Babs. You know what? I think it'll be a good test for for Morocco, especially as well as Portugal, just because when you look at how Switzerland defended today. It was a, just an easy, it was just a completely easy um, actual like option for Portugal in terms of like going forward. So I think if Morocco are able to be as resolute as they've been throughout the tournament, it should be a good test. Um, I do hope they can make the upset, but I'm not going to hold my breath towards it. I think it'll be also interesting to see how like Portugal um, progressed the ball because I don't think they were as um, dependent on um, the was it no William Carvalho as um, Spain mm-hmm. would have been on Busquets. Does that make sense? So. I'm not sure what the manager is going to do there in terms of like trying to stop that progression, but I think it should be interesting because if they are able to like do that, I guess your, your, your main threats would probably be Bernardo Silva. But then even then today, I don't really think his job was really pro- progressionable. I think that was mainly done by the by the fullback. So I think it will be a, like an actual battle between those guys there. So if if it's Dalo Cancelo and Guerrero versus um, Masrawi and Hakimi, I think that may be where the battle really is won or lost. That's if Cancelo plays. We didn't even touch on him being. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's, 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 that's what I said. Mm. Dallo or that's what I said. Dallo or mm. because yeah, like th- th- that. That was how they progressed the ball today, and that that was like them. Th- those were their main outlets. And in a narrow formation like this, where you don't really have any wing threats, they're going to be heavily developed d- dependent on them. So if they are able to like actually like push that back, I think they can do a good job because I think one thing that uh, Morocco have done have been good with is um they've kind of like using the um Hakimi, but um Z actually kind of like a wing back. So they kind of like drop into a five, you know, when they're out of position, and when they're able to spring a spring an attack with both him and um, both um, Ziyech and Hakimi um, overlapping on him. And if they do, if Portugal do get up ahead, and Ziyech has an option or maybe ten options to <laughs> 10, 10 tries to pass to um, Hakimi, he's going to get him eventually, and they may be able to spring a counter attack. So I think that's going to be a real key key battle we're going to have to look out for. And that can yeah. be in my opinion. I think I think one thing I would worry about with Morocco is um, I look at their team and it's not it's not just based on today. I, I you know I, I've looked at Morocco. I've watched all, all four of their games in the tournament. I do worry about their um, attacking productivity. I think they got some mm. nice players, but I do wonder where they're going to mm. score goals from. And against yeah. Portugal, they they score. they score. They yeah, score. That, that, that's the worry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah. if you can't I, I, score. Michael Owen quote here: If you can't score, you can't win football games. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I think, um, yeah, like it's one thing if they're going to have this extreme level of defensive discipline and then catch you on the break. I think they, they're capable there, but in terms of breaking down an organised or structured defence, um, I think they'll struggle. And Portugal for me poses a different. They've got. Uh, better athletic qualities, especially in and amongst their defenders, than um, than the Spaniards do. So, yeah, again, I don't. I, I think like the PMP as well. It'll be a bit more of an even contest, really, in terms of the foot races and 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 the high intensity sprints and getting there. So, yeah, I, I I'm curious about how Morocco might be able to break down a Portugal defense. Um, that I think is still very sturdy. I mean, thirty-nine-year-old Pepe is, is 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 something to see. And Ruben Diaz, you know, um, he's that's that's a defender that I got a lot of time for. I think he's I think he's very solid as a centre back, really um, very respectable player in the game. So I can't see how um, 
Morocco are, are going to destabilise that or do enough to destabilise that. I can't yeah, lie. Well, I think um, I think um, Ruben Diaz looks a bit like Magic Mike at international <laughs> level. Though. Whoa! Wait, what's, where are we going with this? <laughs> wait, yeah, well, yeah well, are we going back to That's five centimeters sure. here? Or... <laughs> <laughs> Fam, what? What? Hey, oh. I don't know about you, but what? What I saw in Bono do to him, bro? Yeah. Hey, bro, 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 what? Pause, bro. Pause, bro. <laughs> <laughs> if, uh, if I speak, they're gonna they're gonna be. <laughs> No, Diaz is, he strips all the time for Portugal and I don't understand it because he looks very solid for City. He gets to the international level and he, like, he just... Pep tax, what are you saying, Elijah? Pep tax, yeah? Hey, his pep tax. If El Nesri catches him slipping and, and sliding and, in his own, you know... And no, another boy. taxpayer. Hey, man. No, but the thing is, yeah, he's lucky because El Nesri is one of the worst strikers out right now, man. That guy absolutely stinks, man. The, the, you know the worst thing is, yeah? I tried to watch Sevilla for Martial last season. I saw Enesri up front. I said, yeah, man, yeah, I can't do it. He's not good. I can't do any more of this, man. Their best striker is like, Rafa Mera. a decent return. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, it, it, he's like one of them seasons that you have like a flash in the pan season. Get, get, yeah. get cheeky mm. 16 and 35. That's that's the kind of ratio that we're looking at with Enesri, isn't it? It's like that kind of level. But uh, I'm probably wrong. He's probably got like silly... 75 goals in 30 games or whatever. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll check it out now. I'm going to Google it. Um, but uh, yeah, let me have a quick look. Uh, yeah, I'm right. 18 and 38. Yeah, that was it. 18 and 30. I remember. He had a, yeah. he had a, he had a, he had a good season. Uh, I think it was like 2021. Yeah, but... Do you yeah, know, do, do you know I, I think it was about 2021. You just Google it as yeah. well, Babs, didn't you? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got me. You got me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but the the baddest thing is, yeah, he had he had what he had 88. He has 27 goals full stop for Sevilla, bro. Yeah, like, oh my God. that's what I'm saying. Flash in the pan, flash in the that, pan. Yeah, that one season, and and I bet Bear teams were queued up to sign him as well. Boy. Bro, yeah. who was thinking of Bear, man? Oh, yeah. I remember, I remember. Uh, so yeah, all right, that's uh, Morocco Portugal should be a really really um good game. Um, we've also got <coughs> Croatia Brazil. Brazil obviously went through mm. yesterday very very comfy against um, uh, against uh, South Korea. Um, Croatia less so. Um, they had a dodgy penalty shootout win over Japan. Um, you know that's all, all, all that but, football but, development, and, and they still didn't get to, to learning how to take penalties. <laughs> <laughs> all that development, yeah. and they and they still didn't have to take penalties. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't actually see the penalty shooter. Was the J- Japan penalties bad, were they? Bro, do you know what, horrible. Do you know the thing is, yeah, the placement was good. They just had no power in them. No power. Was, like, it was just no power. Like They the were tired, thing, man. They were tired. No, but the, the, <laughs> the, the worst thing is, yeah, the one they scored, Osano, he, he just said, you know what, fuck it. I'm just putting it anywhere. And, it, and it's the only one that went in. Like, Yoshida... Like, to be fair, Minamino was just a shit penalty. But Yoshida mm. and and Mitoma, they placed it well, but it was just no power, so the so the mm. keeper was able to save it. But Easy yeah, for me to get to. yeah, yeah, man. But like with um with um Croatia, they just have this thing where they drag you down to their extra time level. They just tie you out and then they just beat you on pens. It's nasty, yeah. man. Yeah. Absolutely nasty. Can we can we see them, you know, p- posing any real threat to Brazil? I mean, 
Brazil looked really, really good against South Korea, right? But I see well, we Croatia in the type of... You could, yeah, yeah, I, I can't... Well, we, I, I don't know. Because I don't know about you guys, mm. but in the group stages, I wasn't massively moved by them. Apart from the by second Brazil? half against... Um, yeah, I wasn't really... I wasn't massively yeah. moved by them in the group stages, personally. Yeah. No, I think I think, I think think that's fair, man. I think that's fair. I think uh, Switzerland was a very tight game. Um, Serbia. Cameroon, they lost... And yeah. Serbia, Serbia was quite good in the second Serbia half. Was, like was, said, but yeah. Serbia, after the second half, they, they were a lot more impressive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But obviously, Croatia is probably going to be the toughest task Brazil have, have have come up against so far. So, you know, how do we see that game going? And, we, and Neymar, we still don't know if he's like hundred percent fit. Um, that, but that that front line for Brazil, it looked they they were cooking Speak. on something yesterday, boy. No, it's peak. Could... It's peak. Mm. It's, it's, it's peak. I, I, I'm not. I'm not worried about Brazil. Um, I think this is their heritage. You know, they turn up to World Cups and um, and more often than not, they do the business. Yes, there are the odd anomalies, but more often than not, they do the business. They get to the latter rounds, the latter stages. The quarterfinal for me is not a latter round or latter stage. Um, I don't really think Croatia can match them. I think Brazil got so much firepower. And even if those starting guys don't get the job done, they've got guys that they could bring off the bench that can that can change the game, um, including Martinelli. Do you, do you think they could lose the mid- midfield battle though on, on, on the day? Hey, and, I need to see. Uh, I don't know about you. I don't know. Because my, my thing is, I don't know what... Croatia's like approach is going to be. Are they going to want to be on the front foot, or are they just going to do the, exactly what Elijah said and just turn into a war of attrition? Fam, yeah. they can't play on the front foot. They're all old. Yeah. They're all like yeah. 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 Kovacic yeah. has been looking a bit spooky in this tournament, though. Boy, yeah, very spooky. Man. They, they won't be able to play on the front. Elijah's spot on for me. They, they they won't be able to maintain any kind of of of. But do, do you do you think Brazil's midfield is that impressive enough. though? No, and, and and that's why I'm thinking like if they if they're able to get their foot on the ball, you know. And to, but then yeah, but then again, but... when they when they do get the ball to, when they do get the ball to the attack, I'm not really <laughs> impressed mm, by that front. Doesn't line, worry. So. It, yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't worry, doesn't, it doesn't worry yeah. me. So then again, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. It's, it's quite tough for me to like bring a bring a case for Brazil losing this game, just because I'm not really like massively like infused by the Croatian lineup. But yeah, crazy things have happened. I mean. I think what Croatia can do well is if they can get the ball into wide areas where you've got your players like Perisic and they can deliver quality balls into the box. I think Brazil can struggle with that. What I've noticed in games so far with Brazil is they will give you a chance. You know, even South Korea, they got pumped. South Korea had a few chances. And and when the game was, you know, I say in the balance, it was never really in the balance. But, you know, there were opportunities (laughs) for Korea in the first half. Um, Cameroon had some opportunities. Switzerland had some opportunities. They will give they will give you a chance, and they've um, Croatia got some quality. And you know, I'm not saying they could they're going to bounce Brazil out. I, I, I definitely don't think they will. But I can see it being a game that maybe goes into extra time, um, and then, um, and then I can see Brazil's quality taking over. I feel like the Croatia's fullbacks, if Sosa's not back, and they have to play. Barisic. Barisic. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, did, did Sosa go off injured, did he? No, I think no, he, he didn't start I think, off. He was Ill. I think he was ill or something. So, or so I, I, I can't remember what he was out with, but 
he is out of illness. Okay. Yeah, so so he is actually really good for them in terms of, especially offensively as well. He allows Perisic to cut in and they have a good relationship. So Barisic is just so bad, so so bad. Mm. But um, yeah, so and even on the right, you you Juranovic is not that great. Either, not that great either. So if yeah. if if um Rafinha and Vinicius come to the table, then it's gonna be very very um hard for them. So I I feel like that's the key battle. I feel like if Brazil switch it quickly and get them all one v one, it's gonna be a bad day. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough, man. Fair enough. Um, the Burkamp derby, uh, Holland against Argentina. Um, oh, should be interesting. Let's, let's, be... let's just hope Messi's not scared to fly. You know, <laughs> let's hope he can actually show up. To well, uh, he's already in know. the country, you fucking twat. <laughs> hey, listen, man. Maybe he has to fly to the stadium. But at least, he's, at least he's not too scared. Listen, to, uh, I don't. To be honest, I don't. I don't really find like taking the mick out of people's <laughs> phobias funny. I don't. Really find that <laughs> Your head's gone. <laughs> No, but he actually went through something very traumatic and it's mad that people actually make, make fun of it. It's actually crazy. Fucking bastards. <laughs> <laughs> no, on, on, a, on a more serious note, though, I'm actually a bit worried for Argentina because the the Dutch front, the Dutch defensive line, I don't really see how they're going to get past that. You know, like as good as um, Julian Alvarez and dynamic, as dynamic as he is, I don't really see how they're going to get past that front line, that back line. Sorry, with that front line, because Messi's not going to be able to do Messi magic from 2014. You know, he's he's 35 now. You know, Di Maria, boy, that he was huffing and puffing against Saudi Arabia, and that was four games ago. So I'm mm. a bit worried about this game for, for them. And with the way that the Dutch did play against the US, if they do make Argentina have to like try and unlock their defense, I'm not sure they're gonna be able to do that. And I I, I can actually see the Netherlands go through here. I think do, do, so through. you really think you really think Holland are that solid? Like I looked at the game, I watched the games against Ecuador. <laughs> Um, I don't think that Senegal. I don't think that they've, they've like performed amazingly, right? But three, I just three think of their four games, at, they've looked yeah. susceptible at the back to me, and I feel like they've. I rode get you. Their I luck. get you. I get you. But you, you then look at Argentina's front line, and who is gonna who is gonna like force the issue? Uh, just, just the best player that's ever lived. I feel. I feel like we're asking for too much from him, man. At this point, man. No, man, no, we're not, so, no, we're not. There's only so much messy magic fucking, you, can, you can. It's only you can Nathan it's only Nathan Ake and, and, and um, Malassia. You see what it is. Malassia, bro. He doesn't even start. He doesn't even start. Uh, uh, all right. Hey, he's gone. The great, the great, the great Lionel Messi can't get the better of Denzel Dumfries. Come on, man. Hey. Do, do you know hey, what it man. is? I think that... Timber. <laughs> Argentina's attacking composition is much better with... Um, Alvarez was asking I for, agree. For, for Alvarez over Laturo. Laturo has had his opportunities. Yeah, in this just get that Laturo bomb out of here, man. Really stunk up the joint. Smelly. Um, Alvarez, I think. Get that Rodrigo De Paul out of the team as well, man. Yeah, Alvarez, I think, has been impressive when he's um, played, even when he was coming off the bench. He just looked like he had a bit more, definitely a better range of movement and more threatening in behind. So, um I think it depends, but in order to for Argentines to give themselves the best chance, they've got to go with him. They have to have an attacking threat, um, a goal threat in addition to um, Messi. And then mm. the other 
guys need to be on job. Need to be on job. Holland haven't looked that impressive. That's I mean they they haven't looked that impressive. They they for me they they're quite reliant on De Jong in terms of controlling controlling games. Yeah, they can all play. They're all very technically proficient and technically comfortable. But I think you know if there's ways that they can keep um, De Jong out of the game or heavily occupied throughout the match, then I think they have to find different ways to to, to build, construct, and attack. I also think Holland are very pedestrian. Despite their um, good results, despite their victories, they've looked pedestrian to me, and it does look like that 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 Man United football that LVG used to play with them when it was good. It looked it looked really good. You say, yeah, this is slick, quick, one touch movement and football, um, total football. But when it when they weren't getting results or whatnot, it looked stale. It looked very, very, very boring, um, difficult to watch at times, and just yeah, I, I, let's see, let's see. It'll be interesting, but yeah, I'm I'm looking at both of them. Like they they've both got weaknesses. They both got things that can be can be can be got at. Yeah, I mean, I just don't I just don't see Argentina going to get past them, man. I I just don't see it. I don't I really, see how. I, I really don't see it. I think it's going to be one of the shittest games. I think it's going to be. Yeah. It's definitely going to be a one 0 Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a good game at all. Yeah, it's going to be a stink off, man. Because I know Scaloni is cooking up something nasty with that three at the back. I know he's cooking up something disgusting, and then it's going to be like a, like remember the semi final in twenty fourteen that disgusting nil nil. It was just awful, awful, awful to watch. Like, and I feel like it's going to be the same. But I mean, the thing is with the thing I look at is that in terms of their wing backs with Netherlands. They have genuine quality there. I don't know who these M- who these NPCs that Argentina call fullback are. Right. Yeah, I have I no idea, idea who, who they are. Well. Like, I just, where, where, who, who are these? You, you know, Mon- yeah. well, you don't know Montiel. You don't know Acuna. Boy, as long as he's not Montiel, that guy is the other Molina. is all right. Molina's right, but Montiel, he's, he reeks. Okula, he I absolutely think he reeks. For, I think he plays for Sevilla because I think I watched yeah. him once. Melina plays for Atletico, doesn't he? He, he moved to Atletico Madrid, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Molina's fine. The other two. Was that Udinese mm. with a Madrid, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. No wonder. Yeah. Yeah, it's that it's that horrible brand of football. But yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah. y- you're right, Elijah. I think the last two meetings between these two sides, and like I know it's going back years, 2014, 2006, both uh, both uh, both nil nils. Pretty sure it's both, both nil nils. Double check that again. Uh, yeah, both nil nils. Yeah, so, yeah. It's 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 looking like one of those games, isn't it? Nil nil. Maybe go to penalties and hopefully Messi scores. <laughs> nah, man. <laughs> nah, man. I need the Netherlands out, man. I need the Netherlands out, man. I, I, I also need the Netherlands out, but for maybe for different reasons than than, than you. But uh, last, <laughs> last, um, last, uh, last game, last quarterfinal to talk about is is England France. Um, probably the most um, eagerly awaited. <sighs> Mm, I was, I, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Right, I think. I think so. Because when you it's think too, about it, it's yeah. two quite impressive 
competitive teams against each other, I would say. Like, it's the most, mm. in terms of the tournament so far, I would say, you know, England and France are, in terms of the matchups, I would say these are two of the most impressive teams, right? Um, and I think they've both shown the ability in this tournament so far that, you know, um, they can really hurt teams with their with their attacking talent on the pitch. So yeah, I, I don't know I don't know if it's like evenly set up. Uh, who, who would you guys consider the favourites for this game? Is it is it France? Is it England? Like it, Do you know what? I don't know. Mbappe's that good. Um that that's the only reason why I, I say France Edge. Because the way he's looking right now, he's mm. looking like he, he, he's literally looking like he it's looking like if you put him on any of the big nations, he wins them the World Cup right now. Mm. He's moving that insane. Like, I feel like yeah. apart from yeah, that, yeah. apart from that, the managers both have a terrible sickness with the way they play football. Um, their midfield is a bit of an issue. Um, they have a, they have attacking talent. France less so, but the way the way the way France construct their attack is much better than England's, but. England have the better talent defensively. I feel like France as well. Um, they can be a bit suspect, but so can England. Like it's it's a very evenly matched game. I feel like just the difference that makes me say France is just M- Mbappe because he yeah. just looks electric. Yeah, yeah 100%. I, f- I, I think France have to be considered the favourites though, big and grown. Um, I just I just checked the betting odds. They are they are slight favourites. Yeah, they're world champions. You know, um, they they definitely in terms of the firepower, and we've seen some of their performances as well. Um, I don't think it's a bad thing though for England. You know, this is what happens when two big teams meet or two of the better teams meet. You know, someone someone has to be the favorite. I don't think that's necessarily a negative for England. I think France being favorite probably suits England as well in terms of it takes a bit of pressure off of them and takes. He offered them, but yeah, I think Elijah's right. The reality is that they are probably um, more closely matched aside from um, the special talent of Mbappe belonging to France. So you kind of, you look across the pitch and you say, well, actually, England have been quite sturdy defensively. Um, Midfield, there's no one real outstanding um, feature, I don't think, but they've got players who can kind of, do a bit of everything, some defensive stability, but also who are decent enough at progressing the ball, decent enough at making their midfield effective, you know. Um, um, and Bellingham has been a good example of that for for, for England. Um, but yeah, I think it depends. I think these managers are probably their own worst enemies and the selection process are probably um, will, will, will tell us a lot about who's going out with intent. If one of them's going out with intent or if both of them are going out with intent to, to, to win the game or... Or are they doing bullshit again, overthinking this stuff? But um, but yeah, let's see, man. Let's see. I think it's going to be a closely contested match and a tight game. And uh, yeah, this is what I want from a World Cup, by the way. Agreed. Yeah, no. And I, I think, and I think with this game, right? I think one thing, one mistake that I, I almost fell into was um trying to focus too much on stopping Mbappe. So I, I was thinking, mm. um, oh, you got to check, you got to go to a five at the back. You've got to play walk mm-hmm. a bit. And I feel like if you do that, you, you kind of like lose a bit too much in midfield whereby I don't think France's midfield is at a level whereby they're going to be amazing in possession anyway. So I think yeah, at the end of the day, you're going to have to try and impose yourself and, it, and and you're going to have to have like someone like Jude running at Arabia because that guy there stinks. And 
if you've got a, an advantage there, he's been good this tournament as well. He's actually been good. This yeah, he, well. he may have been good. I, I don't care, but he's. I know he reeks. I I know what I know, and I know he reeks. And if he has someone like Jude with his ability running at him, that's as big as a threat as, as anybody in, in that midfield battle. And I feel like if you like drop that number, you go like a, you go with a five in the back. I feel like you you, you lose an advantage because then you then you're just saying yeah they're better than us. We're gonna let them run the game, and from then. All sorts of mess can go ahead, but I feel like Southgate needs to stick with the principles that he's gone with so far with the tournament with the, with the four-three-three. I think he's got, got to decide whether he's going to want to stick with um, Henderson and Rice with, the, with that June mid- midfield. Which, even though I'm not the biggest fan of it, I feel like at the end of the day, as a manager, you, you got to down your sword. And if he believes this, this is this is the this is what's going to take us to the promised land. I think he has to stick with that and not change the three at the back because then he can actually like play the football that we've been playing so far and. Hopefully win the game, but yeah, I think as Elijah said, you know, with, with, with the kind of player that Mbappe is, and the kind of form that he's in at the moment, it's hard to say that England are favourites. But I, I still just firmly believe that we shouldn't go into the game thinking too much about stopping Mbappe, and it should be more about trying to win the game and playing our own brand of football. Yeah, do you know what? It's crazy because both teams they've both had like a problem of really controlling games, like they've. They both had their like the first opening game. They pretty much smashed up their opponents. But outside of that, they've had a problem c- c- controlling games. And like, it's going to be weird. It could it turn into like a bo- bo- basketball match where they attack, um, we attack. But with their with their coaches, I don't see that. I feel like it's going to be a very. I feel like it's going to be cagey, and it's got it's going to be relying on like just the uh, stardust up front to create something so yeah I'm not I don't think it's going to be a blessing but I feel like it's going to be an interesting game we, we need an early goal that, that's that's what that's that's for sure if we want <laughs> if we want to insane a game we need an early goal hey. otherwise it, it could be another uglier game ah uh, oh, the chance and, and Southgate man you guys say that but England and France they must be like two of the highest goal scoring teams in the in the competition so far man I get you but look at the teams they've been scoring goals against what Senegal come on man yeah yeah, yeah, oh, man. Senegal. yeah man and, and even, and even when right. you look at the, the, the quality you look at the XG it's not really like England are you know blowing teams away with like quality of chances is is mainly just been excellent finishing, if that makes sense. Not not to take away from it because it's still a, a key a skill in itself. Yeah, you, you don't sound like a hater at all, Babs. What I mean, I've been I've been saying we, so you know, I'm 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 the camp for now. But oh, you're, you're I, English, are you? Hey, t- t- today English. I am. Hey, I may just make a surprise entrance with my Mbappe top. Who knows? <laughs> this week I'm French. Not even today. This week. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Anyway, guys, let's uh let's call it an, an evening there. We've I think we've covered all uh all basis with um today's pod. Thank you for joining me. Again, guys, just a a, a little plug for the live show tickets. Remember. The, the link will be in the bio. Uh, it's at Belushi's Camden. We'll be live screening both games on, on the 10th of uh, December. So it'll be... Um, what game did I say? Was this the first one? Morocco versus Portugal. Morocco v Portugal. And then uh, England. Um, obviously, England versus France in the evening. With a live sh- pod. 
in between. So we'll do the preview for the England-France uh, game and a review of the Morocco-Spain, uh, Morocco-Portugal game as well. So get your tickets. There's literally only like 15 left. So there might even be less now that we've uh, recorded this hour-long pod. So um, make sure you get your hands on those tickets. Don't don't waste time. Don't dull. And I hope to see you all there on uh, Saturday. Guys, uh, Babs, Shabs, Elijah, uh, thank you for joining me and have a good evening. Peace. Bless. Peace. Podcast Network.